Hello and welcome to the second episode of Life as a Fitness Instructor. I'm your host, Lorna, and today I wanted to do the second part of Welcome to the Podcast. So the first half, I was talking to you all about the reason I started this podcast and kind of where it all began for me and how it all came about being a fitness instructor uh, to where I am today, which is teaching my amazing online community and starting my journey as a fitness presenter and creating my own brand, which is really, really nerve wracking, but exciting at the same time. So the reason I really wanted to do this podcast is because I wanted to share what I've learned along the way. And I think sometimes being a fitness instructor, despite teaching lots of people and surrounding yourself with people, it can be quite a lonely job, like a lonely profession. So I wanted to share what I've learned, share a few giggles, some behind the scenes and my challenges that hopefully will help you as fitness instructors, maybe something you can relate to. I would love to know. Or if you just fancy knowing what goes on behind the scenes, maybe you're thinking about being a fitness instructor yourself, or maybe you just want to know, you know, have a little nosy. Why not? (laughs) Now, I think being a fitness instructor is quite literally the best job in the world. And I don't take it for granted that day by day, I literally have the ability to change people's lives for the better. And that's what we do as fitness instructors. We don't know what's going on in other people's lives. We don't know what's happened to them that day, that week, that year when they're doing a workout with us. That could be their bit of escapism for the week. They may have an ill parent or an ill partner or have just lost their job or something, you know, be dealing with something really, really terrible going on in their life. And we we don't know what's happening. Yet that fitness class could just be the best thing that that person has done all day, all week, all year. And we're slowly, slowly changing people's lives as they come to our classes. They're getting stronger, they're getting fitter. But more importantly than that, they might start by coming to us for a bit of weight loss or toning up. But what they're actually gaining is so much more. They're gaining the the confidence within their own skin. Maybe for the first time ever, they're actually feeling good in their clothes. Maybe for the first time ever, they're improving their relationships, they're getting promotions, all based on the fact that they're coming to our classes and they're feeling good. They're feeling good again. So I can't take that for granted. And I really hope you don't as well, because we just don't know what's happening in people's lives yet. We are changing them day by day. We have the best job in the world and fitness instructors, I salute you. You are heroes in my eyes. You really are. Now, going back to where we were in the last podcast. So I just explained that COVID had hit. Boris had just announced that COVID had hit. Now I'm sat in my car right now because when I found out that I'd pretty much lost everything in the space of a nanosecond when gyms closed and leisure centres closed, I was sat in my car. I pulled over on my way home from teaching at a gym. We all knew it was coming for a while Things weren't normal at the gyms. We had all that spacing, two meter spacing, wearing masks, cleaning things down. Everyone's asking the question, what's going on? What's going on? Are you going to be here next week? Lorna, are you teaching? I, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. You just put a brave face on, don't you? Yeah, of course I'm going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we found out that the gyms were shutting and I'd just lost everything in a nanosecond. 
I pulled over my car and I cried my eyes out. I felt so lost. I I just didn't know what to do. Everything that I'd done, everything that I'd built up had just disappeared. All of my classes had disappeared in seconds. I did not know what to do, but nor did anybody else. And for maybe, maybe a week, I'd been listening to a few fitness experts saying, I think you need to make the transition to online, everyone. And I was talking to my mum and Will about it. Will's my hubby, by the way, Tech Will, saying, I really think that maybe online could be an option. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea how to work online. I'm not going to lie. And I was talking to them about it. No, no, why would anyone want to do that? Why would they go on to online? It just wasn't a thing back then, really. No one did it. And I just said, I don't know, but what's everyone going to do? And then they were sort of like, well, what do you mean? What's everyone going to do? It's like, well, what what is everyone going to do? How are they... How are they going to do their fitness classes? And I felt this real, real deep, strong need to help everybody and to provide some solution and routine and just help people feel a sense of hope. I think that's what it really was. I wanted people to feel some sort of hope and positivity in this really weird confusing and desperate situation so that's what I did I just thought well what have I got to lose I've kind of lost everything so what have I got to lose I could have retreated I could have said do you know what this is exhausting I need time off but I didn't I just went into this fight or flight mode and this switch completely turned and I I was on full drive forwards. I wanted to help everyone. So in the last couple of days before, I did sort of tell a few people, look, I'm going to go online, don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to make sure that whatever happens, there's going to be an awesome timetable because I'm going to do in classes and I want to provide a solution for you and I want to see you. So I did. Um, We turned it over overnight. Like I said in the last episode, we adapted really, really quickly. Didn't know what we were doing, but very quickly had about 100 people in our first Zoom. Now, challenges during that time, I kind of felt like the Titanic, the sinking Titanic, the band on the sinking Titanic, you know, just entertaining everyone like, yeah, everything's fine. (laughs) And actually, it really, really did help and it really helped me and a lot of people did say to me look Lorna you've just been this ray of sunshine and I had this purpose that I was going to help people through this time and that is all I could see I just had tunnel vision to help everyone get through this time I'm not even lying but the challenges that I faced were just things that I'd, I'd never considered for example a website I didn't have a website. Um, how are we going to do these workouts? Zoom, I'd never heard of Zoom. I didn't know how to use it. That meant that I needed a camera and I needed to hook up my microphone somehow. And then that all needed to go into a mixer. And where were we going to get the music from? And how were people going to pay? How were they going to pay me for the classes? Because, hey, at the end of the day, I didn't have an income. It, I couldn't just give it I mean as much as I'd love to have done it all for free it was my job I needed to but how did I do that how how do you do subscriptions and then customer service 
who's who's a member who's not a member who could be in the group who had paid that week someone wanted to cancel <laughs> someone had a suggestion someone had a technical problem all these things all these challenges I've never I've never experienced in a gym you know you just go you you rock up you put your music on you teach a class you leave that you know that's kind of well sort of it isn't it in a gym all of a sudden it was more than this it was just it was huge but step by step everything is figure outable it's a phrase i've learned recently <laughs> and it's so true and that was that was the um that was a take we took on it anyway that everything was figure outable we would work it out doesn't matter we would work it out and would improve it along the way which we did we started off just doing live classes and then me writing <laughs> literally pen and paper register of who'd pay me buybacks every week to having a website that had an on-demand function with categories in it a subscription that ran itself and to to where we are today where we've incorporated so much more than that it's unreal will tech will my hubby he has put some insane features on the website that he has coded in it is so intuitive it is it's crazy um so it's way, way more than that. I can, if you want to hear more about that, I can totally talk more about that. But I just wanted to kind of say on this theme of how we got to where we are right now. But yeah, I can, I'm more than happy to talk about that kind of thing as well, because he's done some really, really cool stuff. Um, now, loads of challenges like stupid little things like music. So I was a Les Mills instructor. I'd done my all my elites as tribe coach, which is like the go-to person for Les Mills in the area for other instructors because I I like helping people. That, that's that's it. I just feel like that's my purpose to help people. <laughs> I just want to help people um, in the fitness industry anyway. I, I, I love it. And um, I, I wasn't allowed to teach Les Mills online because of music licensing. So I was, oh my gosh, well, what do you do? What is this royalty-free, license-free music? How does that work? There's all these things that you needed to think about. What what can you teach live? So Zumba were like, yeah, you can do yours. Okay, cool, I can do that. Les Mills, no, you can't. Right, okay, can't do that. What are the rules to do this? What are the rules to do that? Like learning your way around it. What can you and can't you do? Just things that you just wouldn't ever, ever consider. Now, I would say that when lockdown hit, so I'm going to talk about like the amazing things now. Um, when lockdown hit, I was probably on the verge of burnout. And I don't know if you can relate to this. But as an instructor, I would take on more and more, like do more and more classes. Like I said last time, because you need an income, you need an income at the end of the day. And you do, you do love it. But if you want to make a, a decent wage teaching in gyms and leisure centers, you need to be doing a lot of classes. So I was doing 25 to 30 classes a week and I would get to the point of burnout and then book holiday and go on holiday, rest up, come back and then get myself to the same point again. And it was like a rinse and repeat over and over and over again. And when COVID hit, there was part of me that almost felt this huge sense of relief because it was completely taken out of my hands. And I just thought, oh my gosh, something's happened. Okay, now it's time to pivot. And it was something to force me to pivot because I would just keep going. I would have just kept going and done the same thing. I, I yeah, I, I, I just feel like it was a huge weight off the shoulders in a way, but another huge one that had just been plonked on my head. 
But I do think it was a blessing in disguise and it forced me to be creative in my classes. So like I said, I was teaching pre-choreographed all the time, which is great. It's so great if you're a busy person, particularly if you've got another job as well. Like if fitness is your side hustle, if you've got another job and you haven't got time to be making choreography all the time, oh my gosh, it's it's amazing. It's a godsend. But it meant that I wasn't being creative. I wasn't making up my own routines anymore or my own workouts. So all of a sudden it got really exciting again and I could take ownership and also ownership of my timetable and deliver to members what they wanted. I could deliver the feedback whereas when you do teach at gyms and leisure centers the members are giving you feedback yet there's not really a right lot you can do about it whereas I could be like okay yeah sure do you want this great let's give it a go let's give it a try and that also was really really exciting and all of a sudden I felt this connection with my members and who are now I call my squaddies Lorna's online squad my squaddies that I'd never felt before, that I'd never felt previously in a gym. I can't tell you how positive, uplifting and supportive the online squad are. They just truly are. And yeah, we're doing classes all together, but then everyone's talking about it in a group. We do coaching, we do little meetups. I've never felt so close to my members. They're my fitness family. They're truly, they are my fitness family. Whereas in gyms, I'd never really felt that way before. Like it, it depends on the gym you teach in, of course. I was teaching in like big chains, big chain gyms. I suppose maybe if you've got your more boutique style gyms, you, you have that that community there. But for me, that was a bit that was lacking. And all of a sudden, there's this incredible community. And I met so many people and still do now. Uh, fast forward from there, uh, Will proposed to me online in the middle of an online class. Okay, get this. This is just a bit of a, a bit of a tangent now. But hey, it might be interesting. It might be quite fun to listen to. So Will... I'd been with Will for a very long time. We're talking years here. We met at school. We were childhood sweethearts. We were in the same friendship group when I moved to his school in sixth form. So we met each other when we were 16. Bear in mind, we're 30 now. And we've been together for a long time. You know, to the point where you see aunts and uncles that you haven't seen in ages and they're like, oh, when are you going to put a ring on it then, Will? And I'm there rolling my eyes. I've, I've told him. Now, it got quite bad to the point <laughs> to the point of every time he bent down I'd be like oh, he's doing it or if he said something I don't know that wasn't even even remotely related I'd be like oh my gosh she's gonna do it or if he was he used to help me clean down from my classes at the village center village, village center village hall if he was a little bit late I'd be like oh it's because he's gonna come in propose like it, just ridiculous I got ridiculous <laughs> and anyway there was this one night when he was like, okay, we're going to just do this test with a green screen. Um, don't touch it. As soon as I press play, don't touch it. I was like, why are you going to propose? It was almost like a little bit of a, I didn't really think anything of it, just like a throwaway comment. And he, he, he was like, no, no, of course not. Like, no, stop, get it, stop saying that. Get it out of your head. I'm like, okay, whatever. Didn't think anything of it. Taught my class. And then at the end... I was, it, all of a sudden the screen changed and I could see it in in my computer screen and immediately I knew oh no oh no and then I went all weird I was like well we haven't done abs yet 
by the way, if you haven't seen this video, you've got to go and see it and then you'll see what I'm on about. I just went weird and then started twitching my face and my neck and went really awkward but I knew exactly what was happening it was such a weird sensation because I was also teaching online live to 45 people <laughs> and then he proposed he got down on one knee in such a tech will fashion it was perfect it was incredible so there was a proposal online we also ran our first ever retreat which has always been a dream of mine in Greece which it was incredible. Like the photos and the videos just did not do it justice. It was stunning, just absolutely amazing. It was a real pinch me moment taking a group to Greece, teaching classes with the sun rising and setting on a rooftop, listening to the sounds of the waves. It was something that I'd always thought I'd love to do one day or someday, if you like, that for me, I thought was completely out of my reach and probably never would do. All of a sudden, thanks to COVID and starting the online squad, I was doing things I'd only ever dreamt of. Uh, if, yeah, that I had a few emotional moments on that trip. It was just phenomenal and so incredible that we're actually going back next year. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. I, I really am. I truly am. But we've we've done so so much since lockdown. We we really have. We've won best fitness instructor two years running. Best fitness instructor Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire. I should say. Oh, that was a lot of shush, wasn't it? <laughs> I need to get used to this podcasting thing. Um, we won that two years in a row. This year, we also employed our first ever employee, Laura. She's incredible. She is amazing. And she helps me with the onboarding side of things, but also so much more. We bounce ideas off each other. And she's really, she's a lot like me, actually. And it's, it's been the best thing having her on board. My mum did, did make me laugh, though. She said, so having Laura on board, Laura, have you, have you got some time back then? Nope. I am the kind of person that will fill my time. I'm sometimes my own worst enemy. I don't know if you can relate. If I've got some free time, I will fill it. And I like to fill it being productive. I think I possibly do have ADHD. It's undiagnosed. But there is just this button that I cannot switch off. I am on overdrive all the time. But I love it. I mean, I suppose it's great for business, right? Uh, but I, yeah, I have filled that time. But going back to the actual point, Laura is incredible. And I'm so happy that we've got her on board. She just encompasses everything, Lorna Marie Fitness, and has all the same values as as me. And she was actually original squaddy. It's been nice to to have someone on board who's actually shared this whole journey with us. And then this year, I am actually... I'd spoke about in the last episode, but I'm starting my own brand. And that was based off my own frustrations during lockdown where I couldn't teach my pre-choreographed classes. I started to make my own up. And this, this actually became one of the most popular classes. And I, I don't think there's anything out there 
quite like it actually. The yoga scape, watch this space. I am so nervous about it and feel totally out of my depth again, but I'm actually seeing that as a good thing because it is pushing me. And you know what? We'll just see what happens. We'll see what happens with it. But I am ready to kind of share it. And I really hope everyone likes it. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll talk more about that another time. Back to the episode. One thing that I found really challenging was that little weird in-betweeny time in lockdown where we went back to gyms and then went back into lockdown. I struggled a little bit with that because I didn't know what to do. I was totally torn between going back to almost my former life, getting my classes back, filling up my timetable and then serving my online squad who I felt so close to and really wanted to help. Yet I had it in my mind that as soon as gyms reopen, everyone's just going to leave me. Everyone is going to leave. And what I actually decided to do, I just trusted my gut instinct. I wanted to stay true to my purpose. And that was with helping people, as many people as I could and on a deeper level. And that was with the online squad. So I did go back to the gyms. I taught a few classes, but not many. And it didn't feel right. It just didn't sit well with me. And I just kept thinking I could be using this space to teach another online class. And I'd be thinking about the online squad all the time. It, 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 it just wasn't right. And I was getting frustrated with the fact that I felt like I wasn't being listened to. I felt like I wasn't appreciated as much as say like my squaddies. And that's not to say that I wasn't appreciated at the gyms, that I met some incredible people, some lovely people, had some really, really lovely managers who I still speak to now. So that's not to say that, it's to say it wasn't those people, it was the other people. (laughs) No, just, okay, I'm kidding, but I'm not really. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, maybe I should edit that bit out, but what I'm trying to say is I just felt so loved and appreciated by my squad and they're the people who I really want to serve because I felt like that's where I was actually making a difference. So I just took the leap of faith and thought, right, well, I'm just going to stick at it. I'm going to double down and that is where my attention is going to be. And that's what happened. And one of the hardest things was when people did leave. Now, nowhere near as many as I thought in my mind. But when I say people did leave, it really was a handful. We still have roundabout just as I'm speaking right now, just under 200 members, which is insane. It's incredible. It it really, really is, which is roughly what we had during lockdown as well. So amazing. Um, but one thing that I did find hard was the people that you meet that you get really, really close to and, oh, your class are the best. I'd never leave. I'd never go anywhere else, Lorna. You're amazing. You've helped me so much in the next breath. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm going now. I'm going to go to the gym. (laughs) And you think, what? No, how? And the first few times that happened, the first few times you get your levers, I'd never experienced anything like it. So I was very, very upset. And you learn to like, get a bit, a bit hardened to it, I guess. Like it still, it it still hurts you because at the end of the day, you, you really, really care. But you do end up, you end up getting a little bit tougher to it, I guess. And actually, the majority of the people who do leave come back, come back because they realize and understand that we really care and we really want to help. And we have such a lovely community and there is so much variety and flexibility that you can do what you want, when you want. So I actually find that people do come back. So 
I suppose this is kind of where I am right now, really. And just absolutely embracing the online squad, loving teaching my online classes and doing challenges with them and organising meetups and huge charity events. Like this weekend, we're doing a huge food bank collection uh, to try and help the local food bank. I, I just love it. I just absolutely love it. And I wouldn't change it for the world. And my message to any fitness instructors who are on the fence about doing their own thing. I'm not saying leave the gyms or leave the leisure centers at all, because that might actually really suit you. You might absolutely love it. And that is great. But if you've been on the fence about doing your own kind of thing, just go for it. Just go for it. And if you are super passionate about helping people and you want to help people on a deeper level, then just go out there and do it. Go out there. Either if you're listening to this and you want to become a fitness instructor, do it what have you got to lose? If you're thinking about starting your own community class for the first time ever, do it. If you're thinking about going into online fitness, do it. Just do it. Go out there and help people because there are so many people out there to be helped. I think I always came from the the mindset of uh, seeing other instructors as competition. And actually, no, there's always more than enough people to go around and actually people who connect with you might not necessarily connect with another instructor people come to you because they like you and they resonate with you and your message and that's what you have to remember as well so if you've been on the fence about being a fitness instructor or starting that new thing or doing that new class or going online or doing one-on-one whatever it is just just do it just do it and don't look back just know that you're staying true to your purpose. And that is where I want to leave it today. Next time, I want to chat a little bit more about imposter syndrome, because I feel like that is something that really held me back for a really, really long time, and sometimes still creeps up. So I'd like to have a little chat about that. And if there's anything in particular that you've struggled with, I would love you to get in touch. So maybe I can provide a bit of insight or my experience or just have a bit of a chat about it really. (laughs) And if you're listening to this and you haven't already liked and subscribed, please, please do. I just want to help as many people and as many fitness instructors as possible. And I feel like I could just be that little friend in your headphones or your earbuds chatting all about my experiences and hopefully be able to help you lots on the way. So please like and subscribe and I will see you in the next episode in not next week but the week after's time.